Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I am great on this side of the microphone, and I am really excited to introduce you to Tanya Gabriel, today's guest. Tanya is a spiritual intuitive and a personal growth leader. She has been featured and quoted in periodicals like the New York Times, Los Angeles Times, USA Today, Entertainment Weekly, ESPN Magazine, Essence Magazine, to name a few. Tanya is the founder and creator of Numerology Academy as well as founder and host of her podcast, Star Code. Tanya's new book, The Ultimate Guide to Numerology, which unlocks the sacred messages of birthdays, names, addresses, and so much more. In addition to what I've just mentioned, Tanya is a gifted classical composer and has performed worldwide at all of the most amazing theaters. Welcome, Tanya. Thank you so much, Marla. It's so good to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm, I'm so happy to have this subject that we're going to talk about because you're my first numerologist in almost two years of recording. So, awesome. And the fact that you marry astrology and numerology together is so fascinating to me. Yeah. So let's start. How did, you, how did you come about um, even... If, learning these these modalities and, and realizing that putting them together makes it such a, a powerful union. Yeah, it, as always, it's a journey you take and you make discoveries, right? Because you, you learn along the way. So when I was a teenager, my dad was a poet, a musician, and he dabbled in astrology. He loved the esoteric. And he introduced me when I was 13 to astrology. He showed me my chart. And back then, there were no computers. So he hand drew it based on the whole house system. And anyway, I fell in love. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And he showed me all my sister's charts. I have three younger sisters. And, you know, I was like, this is amazing. So that was my intro. He gave me some books to read. And then when I got to college, I loved those esoteric bookstores and so I would walk over them, some of my breaks, and I stumbled across a book uh, about Pythagorean numerology. I was like, Pythagoras, he's a mathematician. What is his thing, numerology? So I read it. I was like, oh, my God, your birthday has frequencies and your birth name is, you know, letters that add up to numbers and a whole new world opened up. So I kept them separate for quite a while. I thought, you know, nothing of combining them. And then when I started my online business, I started getting clients. And I realized in in reading their charts that the numbers in the astrology chart, the degree numbers of the planets, the degree numbers of the houses, have a resonance. And I started really, well, why are we not interpreting not only the normal astrology stuff, but also the numbers that show up? And that's not only in your birth chart, but also now, looking at what's going on now. So I started doing that, and I, I realized, oh, my God, <laughs> like these are sister divination arts. They belong together. And as usual, we've been pulling things apart and boxing things up in the last thousands of years. You know, it's just yes. how the mind has 
somehow been able to deal with information. It's a very uh, patriarchal way too to box things, you know. So I thought, you know, I I understand the resonance of the the whole symphony. I, I talk music because I'm a composer. So, you know, I, I brought the different instrumentalists together and I thought, oh my God, we've got to combine these. So I introduced that to the Western world. I know that in India, they do look at numbers. So I'm not the first one to do it. I'm not familiar with what they do at all, but I had never heard of combining it. And so now I teach it. I have a whole online class, you know, for people who either numerologists or astrologers or just want to learn, you know, to come and understand that these two sister divination arts belong together and they should have never been separated. I think yeah. it's so fascinating because I've been going and getting readings since I was 15 years old and I've been going to an astrologer, various ones, since I was 18 years old. So I'm not unfamiliar with what it's about and I've had numerology done, but the idea of putting them together and working them together is amazingly fascinating to me. So how, when you work with clients, how is it that you work? Do you start with their name, their birth date, where, you know, where they were born, what time they were born? What do you ask for? I ask for all those things, your birthday and your birth certificate name. That's for the numerology. Then of course the birthday and the birth time and birthplace is for the astrology. And I create what's called your star code map out of that info. And then I read from that what needs to be looked at. And really the first thing I do for private clients, clients I get on the phone with, is their current name. And the reason I do that is a totally different branch of numerology, your current name and the name you choose to use right now. The reason I do that is it shows me how easy or difficult it is for you to interpret that birth code, that star code map, that birth promise. And I want it to be as easy as possible. So the current name is different. It has a challenging or positive um, frequency attached to it, to the number that it resonates to. Whereas your birth numbers are not challenging or fortunate. They are neutral. It's what you make of it. So it's a very different branch. And I do that first because, as I said, you know, I want you to be uh, using all your wonderful gifts to the greatest extent possible. So, yeah which is amazing. So when you do that, so we were talking in the, before the show started about women and how they change their names. And there's a difference between your given name on your birth certificate to a married name or I guess a divorce name. But when somebody changes the spelling of their name, how does that shift? Because for example, my sister, her name is Robin and she was born R-O-B-B-I-N. That's the name she was mm. given. But she changed it to R-O-B-Y-N at some point in her life, mm -hmm. early in her life. How did, does that change? And if she gave you R-O-B-Y-N instead of the birth certificate, how does that change things? Well, it changes it completely because every letter resonates to a number, right? So taking out a B, for example, removes a number. So the total changes. And the second thing is the current name calculation is completely different than the birth name calculation. So even if she or he, whoever it is, uses their exact birth name to the T, the number would still be different because I'm using a totally different alphabet for the current name calculation. Okay, so it's it, the, one uses the, what's called the Western, which most people who know numerology know the Western system. And that's where A equals one, 
B equals two, C equals three, et cetera, et cetera. You go through Z. Uh, the Chaldean system is based on the ancient Chaldean priests. They used it based on sound. So half the letters in that alphabet resonate to, to different numbers. And the calculation of a current name has four golden rules. It's very complex. You learn it in my, my program, but it's not easy. It's not a straight addition, in other words. There's a lot of rules, and you have to align it to, to the birthday, too. Anyway, long story short, um, it is not the same thing, even if you use the same birth name. Yeah. And so everybody has a unique star code. Oh, that yeah. That would be a normal thing to, to assume, right? Even twins, because they have a different name. So... You know, identical twins may have the same astrology chart, but even if they're born four minutes apart, their houses start at a different degree because the degree changes every four minutes. So, yeah, there's, you know, even with identical twins, you get different frequencies. Yeah, that's interesting because I didn't realize that it changed that frequent, like mm -hmm. a four minute can change a degree. Mm hmm. Yeah. Wow. But it's amazing because if someone goes to a numerologist and they give the name that they prefer rather than the name on their birth certificate, that could skew the information they receive. Well, we are very specific with our, you know, what we ask for. So, and my assistants make sure that if it doesn't look right, you know, we, we send out an email and say, is this your birth certificate name? You know, so yeah. The thing about current names is, I just want to point this out because uh, it's very, very important. Most people have more than one current name. They have something on their credit cards. They have something on their checkbooks. They have something else on their bills. Then they have social media, and then they have their nickname. And some people have two, three, four different current names. Now, that's going to dissipate your energy. You just want one current name everywhere across the board that resonates to one fortunate number. And so this is another thing I, I want to share because... People may have four fortunate names. It doesn't matter. It dissipates you because it's like sending, giving the universe two calling cards and saying, you choose, or three calling cards. And it's, it just dissipates. It's like, what do you mean I have to choose? It's confusing, right? It's so fascinating. It makes you want to change everything into having your full birth certificate name or marriage certificate name on on your Well, if it's fortunate. If it's, you but don't. It's fortunate. Yeah. So, and if it's not fortunate, how does that work? Or okay, what do you suggest? So if, if it's not fortunate, I change one letter in your first or last name, or I add a letter in your first or last name, or I subtract a letter in your first or last name. So, I, I have to work with the calculator and just figure out a name that you like that I can tell you <laughs> works. And I always give two. You know, we have an actual uh, blueprint that you can order. And you will get two alternatives that you can choose from if your name doesn't resonate to a, a fortunate number. So, yeah, there is a, there's ways to change it. I love that. You can change your name or change a letter and make yourself more fortunate. So oh, yeah. This, this goes into your star code map, which helps to manifest greater wealth and joy and fulfillment, I would assume. Oh, yeah. The whole point, I'm a wealth astrologist and I use wealth not in terms of money, but in terms of well-being, because that's what the word really means. The old English meaning of wealth is well-being. So abundance, as you know, is not about money. It's about a feeling. It's about yes. how you live your life. So this is how I approach the idea of mining, meaning exploring your code and your gifts to the greatest extent possible in a joyful way, in a playful way. 
that um, takes the seriousness and the drudgery out of life, which so many people think life has to be that way and it doesn't. So this this is a playful way to just understand who you are at so level and, and take advantage of it. And in the meantime, also change your name if you need to, to make it easier for you, you know, because a lot of people do need that change. Yeah. That is great to know. And, and it just, because you know, like you said, wealth and abundance are really more about not, not necessarily what you have in the bank, but what you have in the bank of your heart or you know, the bank of your emotions. And mm-hmm. yes, you know. Financial wealth makes things can make things easier, could make things difficult. There's no, you know, finite way of looking at anything. So, the- yeah, I mean, financial wealth to me is, comes as a result of feeling abundant, and of course, of course, we need money to live. Yes. However, if we go for the end result before we feel abundant we're not going to get there and that's you know we can't use our minds to create results it's got to come from internally right. it's an internal battery that gets lit up with joy and excitement and desire and you know all those wonderful things children have you know you just watch kids oh my god they're so wonderful yeah yeah so that that really is and the code and i i think we spoke um earlier before the call, and I said, children love numerology. It's so much fun because, you know, we got 10 fingers, we have numbers, they get it. Hey, I'm born on this day. What does that mean? They're so open. And this is what we've lost. We've lost that, that, that creativity, that joy, that imagination. You know, we need imagination to feel abundant. Abundance does not exist without you acknowledging the universe is an expansive place, <laughs> you know? I agree. So. So agree. So then can you look at a person's forecast, Mac, and help them leverage uh, the current and future windows of opportunities? And how are you able to do that? Yeah, so you have many ways to see potential in your star code map right now and moving forward. And that is through numerology, through your personal cycles. And through astrology, through the transits, progressions, and solar arcs, how they impact your birth code, your birth chart. So I look at all of those things put together. So like I said, it's like the conductor of a symphony. I need to know what every instrumentalist is doing. And then I I give you whatever your questions are. We look deeply. I tune into your guides. So it's like an entryway. It's a gateway into your inner cosmos, your soul code. And then I, I read whatever it is. So it really depends on what the person is looking for, right? What their question is. That sounds so amazing. And you pay so much attention to the frequencies of both of 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 both sides, the name and then the numeral the astrolo- astrological piece of it. Yeah. And- it you know what the the name that's a that that is important. You know, every letter has a symbolic meaning. If you look at the letter A, for example, just as an example, it looks like a diaphragm. And it literally is the first thing you do when you're born. Ah, you open your mouth and it literally means breathing, beginning. You know, so it's breathe into your life. That's the letter A. So people who have A's in the beginning of their name, whether it's the first letter or second letter, the first vowel. Our leaders, they're active. Action starts with A. And you start noticing words that have that letter. 
Uh, so I can go through all the letters of the alphabet and describe them to you in a symbolic way and then give you the meaning. And then you look at your own name differently and your own initials. And, you know, it, it, that's just one little thing right there. You know, yeah, that sounds amazing. So, OK, I've got to ask about these classes. How long do, do, do your programs last or do you have like a course, you know, like an intermediate a beginning course that lasts so many weeks and then intermediate? And how do, how do you have that breakdown? Well, it's all designed to be at your own pace. So Numerology Academy Level 1 has seven modules. They're around two hours long with PDFs to support you. And we have monthly calls that are free for the rest of your life where I answer any of your questions. And that's that's Level 1. And you can go as fast or as slow as you want to. And you can be certified if you want to. And then I have the Intermediate Level. And then I have Future Forecast Formula. And I have other courses as well on abundance. So it really depends on how deep you want to go into it. But those calls are important because they help you study your own chart and evolve, you know, because we're all learning all the time. That's the point, right? So those monthly calls are designed to help all the students just, you know, get excited about what's happening now and ask those questions. And yeah. do you have classes for children? Because you were saying how children love yeah. numerology. Do you have like children 101 where they can, you know, learn if they choose? I love that idea. I don't. You know, I know that about children because my daughter would bring her friends home. That's how I discovered children. And I also went into her school. She she went to a Waldorf school. So they were very open to frequency. And, you know, they're, they're, it's not as competitive. It's very imaginative. So I went in and I talked to the kids and they were so excited. <laughs> so I will one day maybe do that. It's a day. Maybe that's a new yeah. avenue for you, a new yeah. <laughs> stream. But as you were telling me about it, I just kept feeling I could see children, especially Chris. I don't know if they're calling them crystal children now, but these open children, you know, who would probably find this to be like a cool party kind of trick. But we'll talk more about what you do when we come back. We've got to take a quick break, so stay tuned. And for you out there, please feel free to call in and talk to Tanya. The number is 888-346-9141. We'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. 
It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Get ready for High Vibin' It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you're still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibin' It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just joining us now, Tanya Gabriel is my guest today, and she is amazing. What she does is amazing. So on top of being a spiritual intuitive and a growth leader, Tanya has married two amazing modalities, astrology and numerology, to come up with the Star Code. And she's the host of her own podcast, Star Code. You can get a hold of Tanya when the show is over uh, if you want to reach out to her at Tanya, T-A-N-I-A, Gabriel, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E.com. And she is offering free weekly star code video forecasts on her podcast, excuse me, on her website, as well as an online, a free online masterclass called Astro Numerology, Discover Your Divine Blueprint. And you go on her website and you go tanyagabriel.com slash numbers oh my god tanya you have so many wonderful gifts for everyone on on your website i love giving free things away it's it's my way of sharing you know i think we reach into people's hearts when they first can explore without any financial investment and it's like a friend you 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 start a conversation and you share freely and I feel that we need to all be doing more of that so that people can decide what feels right and, and tune within without first having to put down, you know, money. And I, money is an energy exchange. So we need to feel first whether the energy is aligned with us, whether we sync with that energy. So that's why I – and I also just love sharing the, the good news about the stars, and I do that a lot on YouTube and my website. (laughs) And it's a pay it forward because you're giving something, you know, which will help somebody. Yeah. And that is an exchange. That's a, it's an energy exchange and it brings, it brings it back to you. I don't believe that you give out anything. Even if you give it out without expecting anything universally, energetically, you will receive because of the generosity of heart and spirit. That's what we talked about at the onset is feel abundant, share your abundance freely, and it'll come back to you. And you do it without that expectation because you're living in the moment. You're not talking, you're not even looking at the future. 
You're just saying, I feel really good and I want to share this right now, <laughs> you know, and that's all you need to do. Yeah, it's so true. I have to tell you, when you, you sent back my information form and there was a question I asked, which was, what is your tip living to living a happy and fulfilling life? I loved your response. And now I've never done this before, reading somebody's response back. But your response, I thought, was just so spot on wonderful. Because I don't know if you remember what you wrote, but it no. was absolute total engagement with life, understanding that goals based on linear thinking are flexible guidelines, but not, but must not be confused with conscious living. Linear thinking is very limited. Life is not about getting from point A to point B. Linear thinking drags us down spiritually and emotionally. Knowledge is not the same as inner knowing. One is based on the past. The other is on the present, conscious and aware. Beauty, joy, and mystery are not linear and logical. You cannot describe eternity, spirituality, or music that moves you to tears. Intuition and inspiration are the language of spirit. Intuitive engagement puts you in touch with the eternal. You can look at anything joyfully, or you can look at everything with a sense of foreboding and misery. Your experience of joy and misery are born within you. That is brilliant. I mean, it just gave me goosebumps when I read it the first time and the second. Yeah, thank you. It's just very simple, really, right? I mean, it's so simple, but it's like, oh my God, there's a whole lot of teaching just on these four paragraphs. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Can you? Now, you, you talk about sacred geometry and how this is all ties into sacred geometry. Could you, is there an easy explanation to that? Oh, gosh. Well, our universe is built on, you know, they say the computer code ones and zeros, right? The universe also has sacred geometry and it is the language of the cosmos. So I'm sure with all of the other civilizations living out there, they have the same language because, you know, our earth is round and, you know, it just is what it is. So when we understand what those symbols mean, and I mean not here, but literally feel the wholeness of life and, you know, then we understand the circle and that life just continues forever. And then you start understanding the numbers, what they mean, like eight is infinity. So it must mean power and strength. And so the symbols are to be meditated on, you know, you can, you can take a course like Numerology Academy, you can learn what they mean. But I think the best way is the experiential way, always, you know, and just to, and I'm not saying you have to sit cross-legged and meditate. I'm just saying you can lie in bed, you can sit outside, you can take a walk and just take that silent time and you will see the universe is so perfect. It's so beautiful. It's not chaos as, you know, some believe. It truly is a remarkable um, sequence of numbers and geometry that just keeps evolving in the most unbelievable way. I mean, I, I'm sitting here going, I know nothing. <laughs> you know, like, this is amazing. Well, yeah. When you know how vast everything is, you do feel like a grain of sand in oh, a world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the small insignificant thing when you have so many really major significant things and there are people that walk around with their egos out to here and which is like as far as I could <laughs> spread my arms or bigger and the reality of it is is you're no bigger than a grain of sand either yeah yeah 
And if you, if you think you are, then you are not learning. You're not evolving. You've see, you have ceased to become a seeker. Once you cease the seeking part of it, that's the end. You're not growing. <laughs> I love that, the seeking part of it, because life, it's the journey. What do you do on a journey? You seek, whether it's education or relaxation or information, it's seeking. Yeah. And yeah. Well, you know, I think when you stop seeking, you really sort of stop existing on full throttles. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Could you tell us an inspiring story? I don't want to read off my thing, but I know you've got a few of them, but share with something that you, you know, without mentioning names, of course, confidentiality, but that was really inspiring the shift or the information. I think you mean personally for me? Well, then your practice, you know, somebody you've, you've, or it could be personally for you, but okay. with something you've worked with, with your modality. Oh, gosh. Um, a specific story, because, you know, I... You could do a general story. You could say, yeah. I had a seven-year-old child come in, and, you know, he was having traumas or dramas or nightmares, and through his whatever, we found this or that. I mean, it's just like that kind of thing. So it gives people an understanding. Well, I think, you know, I, I don't remember the readings I give, but what I can tell you is that the the spiritual validation part of it is what excites me the most because when I have somebody who comes in with an issue, whether it's a marriage issue or, you know, I want a, a career, like a lot of career questions these days, people changing careers, and I look at their code and I validate who they are, and they just breathe, like, oh, my God, thank you for sharing that. They already know it. It's an inner knowing, but I'm just showing them in black and white or color. This is what your code says, and it's totally fine to pursue that side and leave behind what you thought to be true, what's been imposed on you externally. And so, so many people are set free. That's my whole point is to set people free from indoctrination. There's a lot of indoctrination and our beliefs are actually indoctrination because they're hand-me-downs, you know. Only experiential living is truly you. And so, that's what I go for in every reading. I don't have a specific example because I truly do not remember. That's, that's fine. Uh, I just thought that, you know, that you know, there's something that shifted, you know, somebody and they called you and said, oh, my God, because of this. Yeah, I get that. All I have time. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And what's the great thing about what you're sharing is that what you're saying is you let somebody know you are able to see them. And a lot of people don't feel seen or heard. And when you she when you share back to them who they are, it's like, oh, my God, they get me. They know who I am. So. That's an amazing gift. It is, and it speaks to, to how we need to spend time alone and not become codependent on partners or, or other relationships because then we're not listening to what's true to ourselves. The codependency side is what's really being stripped away in the astrology right now. There's a huge event that just happened in January 2020. It's called a stellium, which is three or more planets, in this case, four uh, Pluto, Saturn in Capricorn hasn't happened in 500 years. And then the Sun and Mercury join them. And it's stripping down the old paradigms that we took on. You know, women do this, men do that. Now that's, of course, changed in the last 50 years. But it's also, in my view, how we live our lives. Are we listening 
to somebody else? Are we trying to please somebody else? Or are we actually only going within? And so that whole relationship part of it is the key to setting yourself free. And I think that partnerships from now on, uh, whether they break apart or come closer, if they're not interdependent, meaning you give full freedom to the person you are with and they extend that to you as a result, you will not be able to move forward in a happy way if you don't do that because you're dependent on the external instead of the internal. So for me, this is, if there's anything, it is to take silent time, quiet time, to have your girl cave or a man cave, whatever it is you need, (laughs) time away from each other, separate bedrooms, whatever it is, you need that space so you don't get into the drama of, you know, the codependency, which is, it's very easy to do when you live with someone, you know, or even have kids who live with you. It's the same thing. It's not just a partner, you know. I, I agree. I believe that everybody should have their cave time, downtime, yeah. you know, on their own, even if they have to take a drive. I know it, you're, yeah. but it, but take a drive with the radio off and just looking at what's around you as you're driving, of course, the traffic, but, you know, sometimes you see the most beautiful sunsets or sunrises and just being appreciative of what you're taking in while you're, you know, without taking in somebody else's energy. Yeah. And also getting in touch with Mother Earth with, now this is a a natural subject, but we wear shoes that have rubber in them. So when we walk, we're not picking up the electricity from the earth. So if you can invest either, if you're in California, you can go to the beach and walk barefoot or you know, you're in a climate like that, invest in shoes that are, have leather soles. You can get them online and take a walk because then Mother Earth, the Earth's electrical energies are going to come and infuse your body with incredible frequency. But we've lost that. You know, this is what the, the indigenous people had. They walked with those kinds of shoes or they walked barefoot and they were connected. We need to connect again. We're so disconnected. Um, and that's a very easy way, even if you just walk 20 minutes a day with those shoes. And it doesn't have to be on earth. It doesn't have to be on sand. It can be on the street or the sidewalk because you're making, you're, you're, you're not impeding that flow from coming through. So that's just one way to just simplify and appreciate where we are. We live in, on heaven, really. If you look at earth from Mars or moon, it looks really heavenly. And we're, we're forgetting that, you know. I agree. And we're here to live a divine life. We're not here to struggle or to have any of these things that that hold us down, block us, interfere with our lives. We just have to get out of our way or disengage from the, the people who put those blocks because it's not necessarily innate. You're born with them. You are with some. Yeah. But, but there's also, you know, no, you can't do this or other people's opinion. Um, or socializing, or it's like where they just hand down biases, which just tend to stop your flow. Yeah, because they're given as knowledge that <laughs> that is the truth. It's not the truth. It truly isn't. It's somebody else's experience. But don't take it on as your own. So I'm, this whole thing with the Capricorn thing that I mentioned, the the stellium. It is breaking down everything. It's breaking down uh, political systems, uh, financial systems, education, academia, you know, everything is going through a 
restructuring now? How are we teaching our children? What is it they're actually learning, you know? And religious as well, it's, it's everything, spirituality, you know, not to live in the clouds and say there's, you know, nothing negative in the world. Well, yes, there is. You have to protect yourself. It's super important. You know, we got we to gotta understand we, we live in a world of duality and we have a choice. And that choice is every moment of the day. Where do I plug in? Right? <laughs> right. And where do we, we unplug? Because where do we unplug? Of, yeah, exactly. Many of us are plugged in all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just need to unplug, and and sometimes it's hard to unplug, but it's it's making that concerted effort. Well, listen within. You know, sometimes just five minutes away. Um, just trust our intuition more. We, we use our mind too much and say, "Oh, well, we don't have time." Well, yes, we do. You just take the time. We, be we there. whatever is going to yeah. be there is going to be there when you yeah. get back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in Wisconsin right now, and I have to tell you, I wish I had sand to put my feet into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I just have snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but anyway, I'll tell you what, we're about to take a break, so let's go to break, and on the other side, we will um, reconnect. Okay. So stay tuned, everyone. Uh, don't forget, call in, 888-346-9141. Tanya's got a lot of information to share. Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Um, I have Tanya Gabriel here. So if you've just joined me, let me tell you a little bit about Tanya. She is amazing. Spiritual, intuitive, personal growth leader. She's been featured on on periodicals like New York Times, Los Angeles Times, USA Today. She is the founder and creator of Numerology Academy, which I might have to join, and the founder and host of her podcast, Star Code. Tanya's new book, The Ultimate Guide to Numerology, unlocks the sacred messages of birthdays, names, addresses, and so much more. But before we bring Tanya back, well, we're going to bring her back, but it's it's charity shout-out time, so we're going to talk about the charity, and then we'll have more conversation. Tanya's charity is classicsforkids.org. Can you share, Tanya, about Classics for Kids? Well, my first love is music. And I am a classical musician, and I can tell you um, that in our country, the arts in general, not just classical music, but anything to do with the, the, the arts, has been removed from our education system. And so kids who are, for example, musical are not given instruments. They don't even know about classical music. So this charity is beautiful. It, it brings instruments like violins and cellos into schools so that children can discover whether they resonate or not. And even just learning music is activates your internal life and your brain in a way that is so beautiful. It really enhances life. So I believe in introducing kids to this beautiful resource of sound and beauty um, and then allowing those who have the potential to pursue it, you know, because it's expensive. These instruments are, are not cheap. And so we need help because our country does not support the arts at the educational level. So that's my, my charity. Not anymore. And, it, and also the music will help you open up your mind, your creativity, your receptivity, you know, which allows you to manifest. Yeah. It, it really it teaches your mind to be expansive. And imaginative and feel. It opens all those centers that we don't open, you know, in math class, in English class. So it's very important for the sentient being to be exposed to any arts, drawing, writing, you know, anything to do with beauty and spirituality. That's really, and, and to me, music is the highest form because you can't even explain it. It's sound. It, it's visceral. It impacts you in, in incredible ways. So, yeah. And it's, it's like the angelic choir. You know, yeah. There is an angelic choir. They sing. They send you music. But we have a caller. So, Teresa is on the line. Teresa, welcome. Okay. Hello. Hello. Is this Hi. Teresa? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, now I can hear you. Ta- uh, meet okay. Tanya. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Hi. What's your question? So my question is, um, as a parent, what is like the best thing to consider, the, the thing you should be considering when choosing a name for your child? Well, 
it's something you have to um, get checked. So, you know, the name is very, very important. The destiny number, which is the number of the birth certificate name, describes the child's career environment, basically where their divine mission, how it will be fulfilled. And then the current name that comes from that birth certificate name uh, needs to be checked. Is it fortunate or not? So you need to just have either a reading or a consultation or a blueprint created for the child, right, to get the, the answer to your question. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not something I can, unless you have names for me, I can check right now. I, it's, I can't give you like, oh, you have to do this or that because it just depends. It's a frequency, right? So I have to check each one individually or somebody else does. Yeah. So, so I'm due in July um, with a little girl. And so we've picked out the name Naomi Olivia. Okay. Um, I can check that, but I, I need the last name too, though. Scott Reed. Scott with two, two T's? E's. Two E's. Yeah, okay. Scott so. with two T's and Reed with two E's. Okay, so, and what would you call her? The current name. What would you go, um, what, you, what would she go by? Naomi. Naomi Reed, Naomi Scott Reed. Yes. Which one? Scott Reed. Scott Reed, Okay. So the destiny number would be 9413, which is the divine feminine number. It's very powerful. 13 lunar cycles in a year, 13 weeks in a season. It's connected to the divine feminine cycles and empowerment and transformation. The current name, completely different uh, calculation. Uh, let me just make sure here. Scott, so seven plus That was five. so fast. <laughs> Okay, the current name, five and seven and five. Yes, it's very, very fortunate. It's 17. It's the immortality number. So extremely, it's really the most powerful number there is. It means she'll leave a legacy behind. So go by Naomi Scott Reed. Don't change it. Don't put middle initials. And she'll be good to go. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. So, let's uh, let me ask this question because you can you do this for year, like the whole year or the whole decade, given given the way the movement of the stars are and what's going on. Can you give some insight into twenty twenty and the decade of the twenties? Yeah, twenty twenty is a breakthrough year of awakening. Um, it is 21st of all, we all know 2020 vision means to see things. We're going to see things this year about ourselves and about the world around us that we have not seen before. So in the astrology, the year started with a powerful eclipse two days before that stellium I mentioned. And then later in the year, on the fourth of the fourth, we're having one of the most fortunate meetings. Pluto and Jupiter are coming together and that means fortune, abundance, you know, everything, good luck, empowerment, courage. And then later in the year, in December 21st, which is the solstice, I know I'm giving you a big... And my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, my God. On that day, now remember, 12-21-2012, Mayan calendar ends, 26,000-year cycle begins, right? Well, exactly eight years later, December 12, uh, 2020, 
the Aquarian age begins because Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct. Jupiter and Saturn are really the, the, the describe the cycles of life. Saturn being Kronos and the time and Jupiter being expansion and joy. So they're coming together at zero degrees Aquarius. That means they're entering Aquarius at the exact same time. They merge on the 21st of December, 2020. And so this whole year is like ramping up to enter the 2000 year age, the Aquarian age, which happens on your birthday, 2020. And it's an amazing, amazing year. This whole decade is stunning. It's going to change everything. Because look, we're in the 2000s. It's numerology now. We were in the ones for a thousand years. That's about me. It's more male. It's more driven. Two is balance, harmony. It's very feminine. It's let, let's discover how we can get along. Let's share. Let's be compassionate. And the 2020s are the first decade of the 2000s where we got the twos you know, the only decade really. So 2020 is huge. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So the divine feminine. So would you there, you'd seem there'd be more nurturing going on than there has been in past decades. Listening, nurturing, using your intuition. See, the two is also you and how you listen and connect to source, to the divine. That's the most important relationship we have. And 20 is about that awareness, that awakening. That, oh my gosh, my guides are always here. I always have this ability to listen. I never have to get frustrated or wonder what to do. So 2020s will allow people to have that empowerment from within. That's the awakening. I absolutely love that. Not because it starts on my birthday, but because we have a whole (laughs) decade of of really great things to look forward to. And now, what about, so you have these people who walk around like Henny Penny. Um, do you remember Henny Penny? No. Henny Penny, the cl- you know, with the cloud above the head, it's, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's just an old, I think it's a nursery rhyme or something. But there are people that walk around like that, and all they do is have their, their black cloud over them, and they, they, they mm. think in foreboding ways and negative ways. How can they shift I mean, I'm not asking you to tell me how they shift their thinking, but how could the 20s help people with that mindset realize how great the future is for them? Well, you know, when people walk around like that, they wor- they're worried, right? They're yes. concerned. And so when you're absolutely conscious, you actually don't project into the future because you're just focused on right now. So you're basically saying, I don't know what's going to happen, and you're okay with it. You're okay with not knowing because you're trusting. So people who project, who feel miserable because they're basing everything on the past experience and projecting that into the future, basically all they need to do, and I know this sounds easier said than done, but you have to surrender. You have to say, I don't know. And you have to also understand something really important that the conclusions you come to based only on thought, which is memory, can prevent your ability to consciously experience life now. Meaning, do you need an explanation for what's going on or are you willing to explore? If you want only an explanation, you'll pick up belief systems and everything you don't know, you're gonna substitute a belief system for that. I believe this, you believe that, and that's how we cause separation, right? And if you're in a place of not knowing, then you become a seeker, and that means a lot of possibilities open up, and you start using your intuition, your imagination, your creativity, you engage, 
and engagement is the key here because when you are become subservient to worry, you're disengaged. So seeking now becomes your living reality. And then you understand, oh my God, the beliefs I had, I can only have with certain people, the people who are like me. But right. seekers, they just explore and they just use their intelligence and they put it to full use. So that's the thing is let go of, of your urge to want to control and understand the universe is perfect. And all you have to do is seek and focus on what it is you love, what brings you joy, and everything will be taken care of. So it's, it's get out of your mind and get into your heart, basically. I love that. And it's so true. And, I, you know, we're coming to a close of the show. So I want to give everybody your information. Um, but that was a great explanation. I just I love it. Um, so reach out to Tanya. Look her up at tanyagabriel.com. And that's T-A-N-I-A-G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E.com. She's on Facebook at Tanya Gabriel Official. Or you can find her on Instagram at Tanya underscore Gabriel. And remember, please, that she has a weekly star code video forecast on her website. And she also has a free online masterclass, Astro Numerology, Discover Your Divine Blueprint. And you can get instant access at tanyagabriel.com slash numbers. So, Tanya, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you being here and sharing so much great information and great energy. I want to thank Voice America and everybody there. Thank you so much uh, to Teresa Scott-Reed, my assistant. Uh, right hand, left hand, grateful for you every single day. And I'm grateful for you, the listeners, for participating, taking time out of your life, out of your day to listen to this podcast. I truly feel blessed by having you follow me. Um, I also hope that you are able to pick up something to incorporate in your life, enhance it, tweak it, whatever your life needs, because that's what the show is trying to do. I am so grateful for you all and say thank you. Till next week, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. Take care and have a wonderful week. Bye for now. <laughs>